0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlantis here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Last week, we talked about, about my message, my testimony of heaven. Now, this is part two. I'm so excited to share more about my trip to heaven. It happened in 1988, my God, at in Magnolia, Arkansas. I'll never forget it as long as I ever live. So I want you to call a friend, tell him to turn that television on. We redid this many, many years ago. We had it, and now we decided to redo it, and people are just so excited about it. So this is part two of my testimony of heaven. Are you ready to receive from God? Are you ready to get what God has for you? This will shake you to your shoes because the anointing of God is on it. So So we're going into part two right now of my testimony of heaven, watch. All of a sudden, I heard this. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. The kids begin to run in front of me. I said, where are they going? He said, bow. That's what the angel told me, bow. I hit my knees and out of that city came a light. How do I say this, Lord? Help me. Um, diamonds, just clearing, closed. I mean, just and and I thought, my God. He said, power before the king of kings. That's what the angel. Does. I said, Oh yeah, And I start repenting. I said, Jesus, listen. Uh he said, I've already washed it away, Jesse. Stand up, stand to your feet. Uh I said, listen, you, maybe I might have missed something here. I, you know, You, you, you know, because there's such holiness. There's such purity. You understand what I'm talking about? Listen to me. So I stood up, and he's between 5'11 and 6'1. But his clothes look like a sheet of diamond. And light just emanating out of it. But in the thread... You could see the glory coming out of it. See, Jesus is the part of God you can touch. The heart of God is the Father. The face of God is the Son, Jesus. The voice of God is the Holy Ghost. But the hands of God is the church. Do you hear that? And he looked at me, he put his hand on his shoulder. He said, are you enjoying yourself? I said, yes, he said, I come to hear my children sing. I said, I said, that's great. I said, I, I, I'm gonna listen too. <laughs> and the kids start singing and playing and it was phenomenal, I mean, perfect song. Like, oh, just perfect. I just listened it. and Jesus, they ran up to him. They would go in, see, they had a spiritual body. They would actually go in his glory me, I'd go at it. John it was like this, and I'd hit. You see, and I said, I need to get in there. And what happened is in a new spirit body, you can go in between the molecules. That's why Jesus could go through the walls. Now when he put his hand, I, I looked at the holes. I didn't realize how big those nails were. You know, I was thinking a hole, I like guess. You see? I could see right through the holes at the ground. Then I saw this liquid-like doing this. I didn't put this in the book, but the Lord said I could reveal it. I said, what is that? He said, you know that statement I gave you? He said, that's liquid God. Like you have blood, this body doesn't have blood. This is a body you can hug. This is, you can hug the Father and the Holy Ghost through Jesus' body. I said, and I thought in my mind, whoo, whoo, he must have looked like a railroad uh, spike. It, that, that big, ladies and gentlemen, in his feet. And it was the color of, uh, a, not bronze, but a, a very shiny brass, what it looked like. But what it was was this glory coming out. And when I look into his face, the, if you would take a light and stick it behind my head, because my hair is so white, the TV freaks out. You know, you, and I was looking, I'm, I'm trying to get his features, but he turned his head like this. And he talked to that angel in this part of the, I saw him. his head, it was light brown. He didn't have a beard. I'm thinking like Jews do, you know, long. Mm-mm. And then when he returned, it was just pools of, I mean, just love coming off of him. Like you, you you just, you get weak. And angel said, eat this so you can withstand the glory of God. He said, you have an appointment with my father and me and my spirit. I said, well, let's talk now. He said, you have to see other things. I'll meet you soon. And he walked off as the kids were singing and glorifying. This just beautiful place. And I'd see the people all lining up trying to get to that throne, Randy. But then I'd see them people with gowns, step out, go over, and they would grab those leaves. And I asked the angel again. I said, they're not going to go. He said, the great God Jehovah is merciful. He said, but they have to learn some things. He said, but they will get there. And that's the one with the different color, uh, the, the gowns. You see what I'm saying? Instead of those, there ro- were well, some people just walking like this, heading straight to that throne. It was amazing. Everybody wants to get to the throne. The throne is 1,500 miles high. You can see God from all directions. As we were walking, I'm getting close to the city. I saw mansions after mansions and mansions. I mean, just I'm not talking about small places. I'm talking mansions. And I came up to the Jasper wall and I said, stop. I preach on this. I want to look at this. And I saw the names of the apostles. The first one was Peter. The second one was Paul. The third one was James. The fourth one was John. I didn't put this in the book. I said, why James is ahead of John? He said, he was the first martyr. He deserved that position. I said, Paul. I said, you know, he wasn't in the original 12. He said, and I forget what the angel said. He was original to God. Wow. And he put that in the book. And he told me, to I said, okay. I said, listen. He said, no, you, I have to keep moving you. And that's when David came up to him. And I looked at him. And he had a red beard, like Keith Moore's beard. It wasn't shaggy. You know, it was very well manicured. You never seen beards. And he goes, hello, Jesse. Everybody knew my name. I said, "It." When I went, I mean, I saw that. Cr- I went down. He said, don't bow at me. You've just met the king of kings, but he is got a position. He is the king of Israel. Even there, you can see that. He said, no, stand, don't, don't bow to me. You just met the kings of kings. I've been assigned by Jesus to take you around, take you to your house. I said, okay. So we started walking. I said, you was a musician, weren't you? He said, yes, I was. He said, you're a musician too. I said, yes, I am. I said, i wrote a lot of songs. He said, so did I. I said, yeah, I read some of them. <laughs> exact words. He said, well, which ones did you like? Well, I said, I like them all, but the one I really liked was the Psalms 23. He said, I did my best on that. He said, you know why? Now I'm going to reveal some things. He said, because you see, I just let the Lord speak through me. He said, some of my songs, he said, I sang about troubles. He said, you know us musicians a lot of times, we, say, we do what we call uh, stories in the songs, you know, like, today I passed you on the street. It's an experience that happened and you make a song out of it. He said, but when I, when I would talk about the worship of God, he said, those were much better. These were good. He said, but he said, you know what I'm talking about? I said, yeah, I've wrote a lot of songs that you write. That's how songwriters get their, their ideas from experiences and things that happened in their life. He said, but I wish I'd have done a lot more when I praised and worshiped him instead of some of the songs about some of my troubles. He said, they were still good, but it was so much better when I just talked about how wonderful and how glorious he is. So we just talked and he said, I've been, I've been told to go to your house. I want to bring you to your house. I said, okay. So I'm just talking. We talking music. Okay. I'm getting weaker by the minute. He said, give him some fruit. It was a piece of fruit about this big. Look a little bit bigger than a... a a very small pea, uh, what they call that? The one that's purple, Kathy. Plum, yeah. And, and I would eat that and I would just feel strength. Whew. And I asked him, and this is not the book, I said, I want to know about e- Enoch and Elijah. He said, what well, you want to know? I said, well, they came up here like what I'm at. He said, that's right. How can they stand it? Because they got to be eating probably 10 billion pieces of fruit by now to handle this. And he said, God Almighty spiritualized their bodies so they could operate and function like everyone else here. Oh, I said, okay. Now, in the Mount Transfiguration, Jesus was so bright, but notice this, when, when, he, when he dialed up, they could barely see, and he had to dial it back down, but when he came out of that city, he was so bright. And that was the glory coming out of his clothes. I mean, you could actually see the, the threads, just glory being emitted everywhere all over his body. So we're walking like that. And he said, uh, before we go to your house, let's go in this house. I think you'll enjoy this person. I said, okay. So I walked in and I saw a bow-headed man about this tall, which is about what, five foot, three, two. And he was sitting on a windowsill. And it was about seven or eight people and He was teaching the word of God. And he looked at me. He said, hello, Jesse. I said, my God, that's the apostle Paul. I said, hello. He said, how are you doing? I said, this place is great. He said, I've been wanting. He said, during my life, I wanted to get here so bad. But I had to stay, you know, to help the church. So I sat down and he looked at me. I said, let me tell you something, Paul. If you came back to the earth, you could sue me for copyright infringement. I preach all your stuff. And he laughed. He just thought that was so funny. I was serious. I mean, I preach these epistles. I preach everything he said. And I said, you know, you said the same thing that uh, you don't know whether you was in the body or out of the body and you was caught up. He said, just like you. You have experienced what I experienced when I had a physical body. I said, "That's man, this is heavy. And he said, it is. I said, what was your greatest surprise? And tears came. He said, Jesse, I never thought that God would make my words his words. He said, I was writing to the churches, you know, to do my job as an apostle. He said, well, when I got here, God said, Paul, because of your love for me, because of your tenacity, I made your words my words. He said, my words became holy canon. I said, what? I said, well, i tell you what. You sure did some great stuff. He said, I got a lot more that I'm going to teach once everybody's here. I said, I'm I'm going to your Bible study. (laughs) He just laughed. It was so funny. See, you could talk to one or you could talk to millions. That's how the, 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 the language is. You see what I'm saying? It just to I me, mean, like Jesus could talk to you, yet talking to millions of people. And so I'm talking and I'm keep on talking. And the angel and David said, uh, You have an appointment. I said, I, 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 We need to talk some more. He said, Before you go, you know when I wrote to my church in Corinth that I light affliction is but for a moment? I said, "Yeah." I said, "I preached that." He said, "The church made it a lifetime." Then he leaned over to me, easy like this. He said, "Do me a favor. Change it back to a moment." I said, "I'm yours to command. I'll change it back to a moment." I said, "I tell you what, man. I'm, I said persecution don't make nothing to me. I don't care what they say." He said, "You're a lot like me about that." I said, but I haven't been beat up like you. You know, he said, you know, but he said, he said, I wouldn't. He said, don't even be concerned about the tribulation I went through. My whole, while they were beating me, I was thinking, man, maybe they'll kill me and I can get to heaven. (laughs) He said, I could care less about all that. I was interested in one thing. Come in here, stay in here, and start my eternal work. Ladies and gentlemen, God hadn't stopped creating. The universe is. Expanded right now as we speak, faster than the speed of light. That's God. He's a creator. So I said, listen, I want to come back and talk. He said, okay, thank you. He said, Jesse, thanks for coming to my home. I said, you got a nice house. He said, wait till you see yours. I said, you been to my house? Yeah. He said, Jesus personally built it for you. Now, let me back up. When Jesus put his hand on my shoulder, he said, go tell my people I'm coming. Now, you got to watch. Sometimes he would talk to me. I could physically hear, and yet he could hear my thoughts. And he would answer me in my thoughts. And I said, Lord, you got the wrong man here. I said, I'm just an evangelist preaching Sunday through Wednesday meetings. This is 1988, you know. I said, you need Billy Graham. Go tell my people. You need somebody like that. And he just smiled. He said, no, you will do it. What I did not know without sounding prior for arrogant today on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, PBS, I'm on all those channels. I'm preaching to 2.9 billion people in 14 different languages. And since January 20, uh, 2020 to the end of April of this year, over 19,300,000 people have contacted us on social media. Yeah. Views, comments, you know how to do all that stuff. And our people are running 90 and nothing just to keep up with all this stuff. And what are we telling them? Jesus is coming. So I asked the Lord, I was going to reveal this at the end, but he said, you can do it now. I said, why are you making me do this, Lord? He said, I brought you here to tell everybody that I'm coming. He said, "And you tell everybody I'm coming sooner than they think. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming sooner than people think. That's why he made me redo this. You know, he first told me, he said, go tell my people I'm coming. But he said, do you realize, he said, my coming is the greatest thing anybody can wait for? That's what we're waiting for. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 16 through 18 says, for the Lord himself. these words. Think about that. You'll be able to fly. You'll meet him in the air and you won't fall. Gravity will not have any hold on you. Oh, I'm telling you, this is one of the greatest things that's ever going to happen. It's the greatest thing in the world to wait for. I'm telling you, Jesus is so good. Yeah, but Paul said he thought it would happen in his life. Yeah. And it's, that's been a long time. Not according to God's time. It's only been two days. Two. A thousand years in one day with the Lord. Jesus has been going on a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, You gotta go. I said it last week. I'm gonna say it again. Hallelujah, because I'm gonna tell you something. It's no use for you to be depressed here. You've got a home in heaven to look forward to. I mean, a a mansion, a mansion, ladies and gentlemen, paid for. You understand? Whoo Lord, I'm starting to preach here. So many questions, so many people send me questions about my experience in heaven. I, I have a couple that I'd like to answer right now if it's okay with you. This is a question from a person named Jane. She asks, Will we know our family and others that have passed when we go to heaven? Yes, you're going to meet your family. They're going to be there. It's a blessing of the it's the biggest party you've ever seen in your life, you'll ever experience, and it'll last for eternity. Whoo, Lord, I can't wait till I see my grandpa and my grandma's. Oh, I, you, I had the best grandmas any boy could ever have. I'm telling you, it's going to be a wonderful time. And I get to meet you, too. Praise God. And with Jesus physically standing by us, my God, it's going to be great. This is one from a lady named Anne. She writes this, when God makes our heavenly body, will he take into consideration personal desires? What if he didn't? What if you didn't like the shape of your nose or the your eye color on earth? Let me tell you something. You ain't got to worry about your new body. You are going to love everything. There there are no dislikes. You understand? None. You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to love what you look like. That spiritual body is the greatest thing anyone will ever see. It's the body of Christ. It has no blood in it. You got liquid God in your veins. You're going to be okay. You're going to love this. Hey, oh yeah, yeah, it's a blessing of the Lord. Here's a question from a man named Sam. He says, "When you said you went to heaven, you saw King David, you referred to him as such. When we go to heaven, are we princes or kings? The Bible said he made us kings and priests in this life. Well, if we're kings and priests, and that's then who's the kings we're king over? If he's the king of kings, then who's the kings we king over? I' am going to tell you something. It's going to be wonderful. Your rank is going to be wonderful. you're going to be a king. Because that's the body of Christ, Lord Jesus. Who, man. I, I mean, I could just pray in the spirit of God talking about this stuff. See, it's not an accident that you tuned into this broadcast today. I believe God is speaking to your heart. He wants to get close to you right now. Do you know him? I think that's a, a, that's a wonderful question. If you don't, I want to introduce you to him uh, right now. I want you to pray this prayer. It's so simple because it's a prayer of prayer, just a prayer of faith. That's what it, you ready, Father, in Jesus name. I ask you to save people that are watching right now. I ask you to forgive them of all their sin. Wash them clean. They believe with their heart. They confess that their mouth, you rose from the dead. Even though they might not understand how I said that, they got it in their heart. Save them, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. What hard was it? So simple that your mind couldn't hardly grasp it, but your spirit did. If you prayed that prayer with me, I want to know, we have a book called Understanding Salvation that we'd like to send you. All you got to do is go to jdm.org and click on and you will get that thing. Do you know Jesus? And we will get that resource free to you right there. Uh, And that's a blessing, isn't it? Now stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I hope you're enjoying the program because I'm enjoying ministering to you today. Watch this and be blessed. Think of that, that's the words of Jesus. See, Justin Pratt's Ministries has one driving passion, one thing we ask in Jesus' name to be empowered and equipped above and beyond to effectively share God's message of salvation with the entire world. We want everyone to have an opportunity to know the real Jesus, approachable, personable, compassionate, and full of joy. That's the truth that we put on full display and invite countless others to know for themselves. We know he'll do everything and more. Why? Because we believe it, leading us to do the impossible for his glory. God called me to go. He said go ye and I go and sent people to link up in faith with the vision. That's you sending me to do the work. further and faster than ever. Infused with supernatural energy, shining the light of the gospel, seizing every divine opportunity. We're advancing and cutting through barriers to reach people right where they are. Expectation gets great results. Ask God for something unbelievable, something impossible. And you know what God will do? He'll walk off that throne and go get that thing for for you. You see, heaven is wonderful. And I said, what am I doing here? He said, you have an appointment. Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Order your copy today at JDM.org. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have my book, Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind, I hope you can get a copy today. Some of you got this many, many, many years ago. It's wore out. And got a, new co- got a new cover on it, praise God. It will bless you. It will answer many of the questions you might have about heaven. I'm telling you, it will minister life to you greatly. This book will, has literally touched, multiplied millions of people, literally all over the world. I'm, ta- I'm not just saying, I'm not just making that up. It's, it's our number one bestseller of anything we've ever wrote. And we've taken those monies, which is my money. This is called uh, a property that belongs to me. I give it to 100% to God's work. That ain't bad, is it? Praise the Lord. So I hope you can get it today. The ordering information will be on the screen. Just go to our website at jdm.org. Get this. You will be blessed. Partners, because of you, we reach people. We change lives one soul at a time. I've made up my mind in all my years of ministry that I would never waste the partner's money. I never have done that. And I'm going to tell you something, me and Kathy don't ask you to partner financially with this ministry unless we do. And we are one of the biggest partners, very close to being the biggest partners. And I tell you what, God is so good and gracious. I think I got one partner that's bigger than me, just one. And what a wonderful lady she is. What a blessing of God. I thank you. And let me tell you, nothing too small and nothing too big. You know, you give me $5, I get five people saved. You get me $5 million Dollars, I get five million saved. I know how to do that. I'm preaching to 2.9 billion people all over the world in 14 languages. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, we are reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. We are salvation machines, buddy. We just get out there and get it done. Beside that, we bring joy. Hallelujah. We bring peace and we bring healing. What a blessing of God that is. Also, for your November partnership, you can get the entire message of my testimony of heaven that we're sharing here on the broadcast. Today was just a part of what I shared about heaven, just one part. Think about that. Go to jdm.org to find out how to get your copy, and you'll be blessed greatly for it. Once again, partners, I, I, you know, I should do a whole part in this segment. I mean, and I'd have to ask God, give me words because I can't express. And when you, when you bless this ministry financially, what it does for people, it is a... I'm telling you, and if people say, you have more energy for a man your age. You know why? Because you send me. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God, and we get this job done. If you're not a partner, pray about becoming one today. Would you do that? 100% goes in the world evangelism. We're debt-free. Isn't that nice? So don't miss next week, part three of my testimony of heaven. You will be blessed. Bye-bye. Are you ready to experience the Christmas story like never before? In his book, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Jesse Duplantis delivers an insightful, fresh look at the manger and beyond you'll be inspired to have a higher life of faith as he explores the mysterious ways God moves. Get ready to elevate your character with the characters of Christmas. The most wonderful time of the year. Uncommon Lessons from the Christmas Story. Order your copy at jdm.org today. What shall I do for thee? God wants to do something for you. Ask, ask big. Put your faith towards something and believe. Do that and watch God do something impossible, something unbelievable, just for you. Don't limit God. He is more than enough and always gives an overflowing measure. Nothing is impossible with God. So what do you want God to do for you? Start now and believe big in 2021. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt, it's my new book. Get it today. I began to get to that throne. I really began to get weak there. Oh, man. So I held on to that angel's arm. I mean, I'm doing this. And he said, eat this. I said, I hope you got a lot of fruit in there, man. I said, this is And I would, you know. And when I walked in it, it was like millions of people standing before that throne. And I heard this. Whoa, whoa, and that's God's sound.